Hello there, Obi-Wan Kenobi here, and you're listening to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. The Force will be with you, always. Welcome back, Star Wars fans and Clone Wars fans, to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast, the original podcast dedicated to the Clone Wars animated series. We're here to talk about episode number 126, entitled Conspiracy. I am one of your co-captains for this crazy uh, team of podcasters. My name is Matt, and on the other side of the mic, <laughs> Rafone, other side of the microphone, <laughs> is your captain. It's hey, Mike Cole. What's up, Mike? How you doing? Back uh, two weeks in a row. Holy smokes! Yeah, we're going for four. Yeah. Man. We're going for this whole arc, man. We're gonna we're gonna do this whole arc. We're breaking it down each and every episode by itself. So we're gonna have a good time. Like we said last week, you've already seen it. Everything was going on. I'm taking it one yep. episode at a time, and we got two different perspectives going into this episode. But before we do that, um, just real quick, Mike, I don't know if you got any news, but I do have to mention that uh, for all the Clone Wars fans out there, there is a definite uh, chronological episode order if you need to see that. If you're going to go back and watch everything, you're going to want to go to the Star Wars blog, uh, StarWars.com. They have a full list, Mike, of every single episode, where it belongs and if you want to go through the whole arc or the whole series in the way it was supposed, you know, in the chronological order, you want to, you're going to want to go to the Star Wars blog and check that out. Like it starts off with uh, Cat and Mouse, actually. With That's I didn't even realize that. Blog? I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. StarWarsBlog.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you get a chance to see it? Cool. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Okay. You know, actually, let's do this really quick. I'm going to do this really, really quick mm-hmm. for everybody. Okay, so. Uh, you can obviously, as Matt says, go to the Star Wars blog and, uh, and and read this for yourself. But just really quickly so that it's here for you guys uh, on Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. The, the official order in chronological, uh, I don't know, I guess like the, the, the order of events. Uh, it goes Cat and Mouse, Hidden Enemy, the movie, the theatrical release, uh, Clone Cadets, Supply Lines, Ambush, Rising Malevolence, Shadow of Malevolence, Destroy Malevolence, Rookies, Downfall of a Droid, 
Duel of the Droids, Bombad Jedi, Cloak of Darkness, Lair of Grievous, Dooku Captured, The Gungan General, Jedi Crash, Defenders of Peace, Trespass, Blue Shadow Virus, Mystery of a Thousand Moons, Storm Over Ryloth, Innocence of Ryloth, Liberty of Ryloth. Now that's most of Season 1 with a few other episodes in there. Um, Holocron Heist, Cargo of Doom, Children of the Force, Bounty Hunters, The Zillow Beast, The Zillow Beast Strikes Back, Senate Spy, Landing at Point Rain, Weapons Factory, Legacy of Terror, Brain Invaders, Grievous Intrigue, The Deserter, Lightsaber Lost, The Mandalore Plot, Voyage of Temptation, Duchess of Mandalore, Death Trap, R2 Come Home, Lethal Trackdown, Corruption, The Academy, Assassin, Arc Troopers, Sphere of Influence, Evil Plans, Hostage Crisis, Hunt for Zero, Heroes on Both Sides, Pursuit of Peace, Senate Murders, Night Sisters, Monster, Witches of the Mist, Overlords, Altar of Mortis, Ghosts of Mortis, The Citadel, Counterattack, Citadel Rescue, Padawan Lost, Wookiee Hunt, Water War, Gungan Attack, Prisoners, Shadow Warrior, Mercy Mission, uh, Nomad Droids, Darkness of Umbara, The General, Plan of Descent, Carnage of Krell, Kidnapped, Slaves of the Republic, Escape from Cadavo, A Friend in Need, Deception, Friends and Enemies, The Box, Crisis on Naboo, Massacre, Bounty, Brothers, Revenge. That's like, that's interesting because that brings us up to the end of season four, pretty much. I mean, a lot of these four. are actually in order of right. what they are. Uh, a War on Two Fronts, right. Front Runners, The Soft War, Tipping Points, The Gathering, A Test of Strength. Bound for Rescue, A Necessary Bond, and then uh, the next four episodes we could just skip, but they are Secret Weapons, A Sunny Day in the Void, Missing in Action, and Point of No Return. <laughs> that would be the, uh, the the droid arc from Season 5. Uh, Revival, Eminence, Shades of Reason, The Lawless, Sabotage, The Jedi Who Knew Too Much, To Catch a Jedi, The Wrong Jedi... And then we're into season six, The Unknown Conspiracy, Fugitive, Orders, An Old Friend, The Rise of Clovis, Crisis at the Heart, The Disappeared, The Disappeared Part Two, The Lost One, Voices, Destiny, and Sacrifice. So uh, that's interesting. It's actually a lot of it's in order. uh, And then every so often you have these sort of random ones that'll come out. And uh, I mean, season three seems to be really where a lot of the issues come from. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's in order, right. and then you get to season three, and it starts with se- episode 305. goes, <laughs> it's funny, it goes 305, 306, 307, and then 302, 304, 308, 122, 309, yeah. 310. It goes way back yeah, to 122. Like it, it, uh, that's yeah. interesting, because Hostage Crisis being uh, the end of the first season. Um, right. Yeah. Very, very interesting, uh, this this final order. 121 episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, we're at 126 episodes of Frontlines. That shows you how many extra episodes we've done over the years, uh, rather than just doing one episode right. for each episode of the show. Um, and in, in fact, right. there's a couple episodes back, I think maybe in Season 1, where, uh, where I... I gotten behind so i did two episodes in one episode so so uh, i right. it doesn't even mm-hmm. match up that way so 
So yeah, that's interesting. I, that's really cool <laughs> yeah. to see that in proper chronological order, um, and uh, actually written out with the titles is nice because um, yeah, because uh, yeah. Leland she had tweeted this out with the 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 episode numbers, but it's much more interesting once you've seen every episode of the series to be able to go through that and say, mm-hmm. oh okay, that's where that's where everything is although i mean like i do have some issues with this official chronology um i've always placed trespass as being before the film because ahsoka's not in it and it's just anakin and obi-wan and they don't mention ahsoka and uh they're kind of off on their own doing their mm-hmm. own thing but uh i'm sure that leland she has some sort of logic behind putting them in this order so yeah it's good they have they have the actual yeah. number on the left side it just goes one through whatever and then on the right it, it tells you the uh the air date number so like you said it jumps around it starts with two hunt yeah. you know 216 goes down to one and then three and then one yeah uh yeah it's, it's it kind of it's i didn't realize mike that how how much you know how yeah. out of order this was you know i mean it, it jumps a bit quite quite a bit like you said season three it just jumps all over the place yeah. and you got a season one in between it's just wow! I didn't even well, no and we we remember around, going so. back to season three that that's where they that's where they uh, straightened it out, right? So uh, from mm, from right, season exactly. three yeah. onwards, you're essentially in order. Um, and you know, I actually I contest something else in here because uh, an old friend, The Rise of Clovis and Crisis at the Heart, are actually season five episodes. Um, five, but yeah. they got. Yeah jumbled around and put into season six they got cut from season five and uh there is um i don't want to get i don't think this is really spoilery territory but there's a moment in in those three episodes where obi-wan mentions satine um i guess this is spoilers for season five if you haven't finished season five but i there's a there's a moment where obi-wan mentions satine and you can tell that that was recorded and intended to 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 um, be released before uh, the uh, the the Mandalore arc from season five because had it not been that conversation would have been a lot more complicated uh, it definitely would have had a lot mm. more uh, emotional content to it than it does than how it plays out so uh, so I have a it, right. it, which is kind of a shame I really wish that they had gone back and just gotten uh, um, James Arnold Taylor to just give that a different line read because if he just knowing James Arnold Taylor knowing how incredibly talented he is he could have made it fit so that uh, bringing up Satine was a sore spot for him right but mm-hmm. but so like oh, yeah. that yeah. that kind of bugs me that their official chronology places it in season six because I don't think that that's accurate I think that 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 should should take place somewhere in season five so you know what more than likely what will happen is i'm gonna look at this and this is the official g level canon but as everybody uh, who's a longtime listener of Frontlines knows we have our own canon that that's the f level canon and i'll put together an <laughs> f level canon uh, yeah. uh order that i think that these should go in um yeah and you'll move trespass around trespass will be the first episode of the, the series uh, <laughs> just to be really clear 
Trespasses, <laughs> like, if I'm telling people to watch Clone Wars, the first episode I'll tell them to watch is Trespass, right? Because, obviously, it's my favorite yeah. episode. Um, yeah. There's F but, uh, for you. but, yeah, yeah, I'll put that right at, the, right at number one. Because it does... It does feel out of place. It feels like it's the beginning of the war. It feels like not a lot has happened yet. Um, and it, it definitely mm. feels more... It, I mean, Trespass almost feels like it should be before episode two, <laughs> right? Um, if Anakin were maybe mm. a little bit more obnoxious and headstrong, you'd, you'd be able to place that um, at, at pre-episode two because of where it is. I guess there's clone troopers in it, so... So you can't, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, if you if you just sort of jiggered some stuff around, uh, you could uh, you could justify that I think because it's because it's very out of place <laughs> within the rest of the Clone Wars. I think there I don't think there's been an episode like it since. So um, it's kind of a right. it's a one off weird episode, uh, and it's my favorite one. Uh, I and it's your favorite, yeah. The yeah. other piece of news that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Uh, is the uh, yeah, uh, yeah. This Is Madness has kicked off for 2014. Uh, you can go to thisismadness.starwars.com and uh, and you can vote on... on uh, let's see, right now it is R2-D2 versus Wedge Antilles. Uh, Wedge Antilles being the play-in who uh, uh, got voted in in the, in the sort of the pre, uh, pre-round. Uh, they called it the play-in round. Um and uh, and Tarkin versus Admiral Piet, uh, Admiral Piet being the other, he's one of the other plans. There were four playing characters that we got to vote in, vote on beforehand in order to shake the bracket up so that it wasn't just last year's bracket, um, and just mm-hmm. sort of moved around, right? So uh, so R two D two versus Wedge. R two is winning seventy four to twenty six. Um, well, that's a percentage, and yeah. uh, in a, in a very interesting. Uh, uh, turn of events Tarkin versus Admiral Piet also 74 to 26 in Tarkin's favor so uh so they're matched which I find interesting I I think that that's that's a really cool um aspect and I am currently if this plays out uh continues to play out over the next 14 hours the way it's going right now which is likely I Mm -hmm. I will be one uh, two for two in in the uh in the first bracket uh, on my predictions, so um, we will oh, yeah. we'll okay. actually I, I think we'll keep everybody updated as we go through uh, for the this is Magic. yeah sure um, definitely and uh, and every every week you guys can expect an update. Um, the other thing I I uploaded the episode on Saturday, so that's when it was released. That's when everybody got to see it uh, or listen to it. I guess uh, I guess it would be, be pretty difficult to see audio, um, but uh, unless <laughs> you know you're on some. Uh, special medicine um but i we're i'm gonna be putting the episodes out on i think wednesday mornings i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot for that so uh the reason why i bring it up is because now if i say it on the podcast uh you guys can hold me accountable which means i have to do it so uh just because otherwise i'm doing two episodes editing two episodes uh on saturday mornings and that means that one of them's going to end up going out later because because I've also got Quiver, uh, which we didn't have last week, right. which is why I could leave it until Saturday and then and then edit this podcast on Saturday. But yeah, that's not a good idea because then I'll end up, you know, scrambling Saturday mornings <laughs> to do that. And, yeah. 
Um, but yeah. uh, everybody might have noticed that we had uh, some slightly new intro and uh, and a new outro. Yeah. Um, yeah. With that right. that great music from the end cool. of season five from uh, the uh, the Ahsoka storyline. So uh, hopefully everybody great enjoys music, that. Yeah. I, I I contemplated it because it's a little bit more somber. It's a little um, almost depressing. Right. But I I don't know. I just thought it's the end. We're coming to to a close, and that uh, that we yeah, close sure. out the yeah. the season six of of Clone Wars and Frontlines with uh, with that more somber tone. So, mm-hmm. oh, yes, it, no, perfect, man. Love that stuff. And that that last arc was great. So. Um, I think that's it, though, man. We got. Are we ready to start the? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's start go. the episode. Let's get into it. Yoda, my old friend, it is I, Qui Gon Jinn. The voice I hear does not come from within, but speaks from beyond. You must complete what I could not. Come to Dagobah. The answers you seek are here. The creation of the clone army, kept secret from us, Cypher DST. Protocol 66 must not be discovered by the Jedi. Yes, Lord Tyrannus. I'm afraid I'm trapped. You must face the gravest of journeys to Morbon. Down! Thanks. It wasn't you I wanted to save. This is stretching it even for you, sir. Rax, you're beginning to sound like Obi-Wan. Hello, CT5555. No clone uses a number. I am Fives. Call me Fives. The difference is minimal. Not to me. And not to any clone. All right, we're continuing, Mike, with Conspiracy. And I will start it off here. Captain Rex and ARC Trooper Fives escort Tup to Camino for medical evaluation after his unexplained murder of a Jedi Master. The Republic medical frigate settles on the rain-swept landing platform of the principal cloning facility in Topoca City. The Kaminoan scientist Nalase and a contingent of clone troopers stand ready to receive the unconscious clone and take him for uh, take him in for examination. Nalase directs Tup to a separate chamber, while Rex and Fives are greeted by Jedi Master Shakti. Since Fives worked directly with Tup for the longest time, Shakti wants him to undergo a medical evaluation to see if there is any indication of contagion. Fives doesn't want to leave Tup's side, but Shakti assures him that Tup is in good hands. She tells Rex that General Skywalker needs him back on Ringo Vinda, so Rex departs, wishing Fives luck in looking after Tup. So, Mike, we're continuing our, our four-part arc featuring Tup, uh, Rex, Fives, and the rest of the gang, and, and, or, and the mystery, I guess, of Order 66 and what's going on with them, and we arrive in Camino here. And you know what's? I've always loved, like ever since episode two, I've always loved the look of Camino. This, the atmosphere, it, it, I love it. The, the sterile look of the whole facility on Topoka City. Uh, just one of those, one of those planets that I've always, always kind of enjoyed uh, when we saw it in episode two and throughout the, the Clone Wars yeah. that we see it. So, and we get uh, Shakti. Mike Shakti is actually there at the facility, and this is something I didn't even realize that. There would be a Jedi like kind of a. It looks like she's assigned to 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 the clones and maybe how they how they're uh, training or something like that. Is that what you get from that? Yeah. Well, and and um, I, Fives makes mention of of Shakti having helped him when he was a cadet. Um, and I mean, right, right. 
I meant to go back and, and check that episode and uh, and see if Shock T was featured in it, and I didn't get around to it. But uh, but I believe that that's a reference to to the episode Cadets. Um, so I mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's very interesting. I I having Shock T there. Um, I th- the one thing that I always find interesting about Shock T is that her fate. Uh, has always kind of been a, a, an interesting part of of Star Wars, right? Yeah, right. Um, she. I think she may have died in the comic books at some point, and then uh, she she was supposed to die episode three in episode three at, at the hands of Grievous, right? Um, instead, it ended up being in uh, in the Clone Wars. Uh, Tartakovsky Clone Wars mm-hmm. um, and I think that they allude to it in that they don't flat out show you or see it but uh, but she's he, Grievous is supposed to have killed her in that um, but then she's also she's in The Force Unleashed right Right. so I it's interesting that she's in The Force Unleashed because uh, she's supposed to be dead uh, according to two other sources or three other sources, so I was thinking like this will be interesting because maybe maybe she'll die in this hmm. arc. Um, so it, it, it's interesting whenever she comes up because that's always where my head goes first. Is right. like oh oh are they gonna clear this up? Are they gonna are they <laughs> yeah. gonna let us know what happened? Um, so without saying one way or another what does happen, uh, it, I just found it interesting. That that she showed up, and I also found it very interesting her approach to the clones, um, and and uh, it's sort of um, I, we've talked about it before. The Jedi's approach to the clones varies, right? Uh, right it, especially right. in the books, um, I, there's a uh, the Cestus Deception, which is one of my favorite Clone Wars novels because it features Obi Wan Kenobi and Kit Fisto teamed up, mm-hmm. and uh, Obi Wan is very much of the opinion that clones are um, sophisticated droids, right? And hmm. that although like they're very they're they're clever and and they definitely um, have individual signatures in the force, they exist for a purpose and and that makes them different from other sentient beings. Right. Whereas Kit Fisto in that book is more of the mind that that their individuality should be fostered, and um, and that that people need to appreciate that more. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I've always found that really interesting when we get to see what an individual Jedi's approach is, because I think we've seen that. Uh, Obi-Wan does have a, a, a unique perspective on the clones. I don't think that he cares about them as much as, say, Anakin. Anakin, right. Um, yeah, exactly. Who's very attached, obviously. Right. Um, and then there's also there's Plo Koon, who I think is also very uh, um, appreciative of, of the clones and their individual efforts and, and, and who they are as people, not just the jobs that they do so uh so when we see that shock t she's somewhere in the middle of that right mm-hmm. um she definitely will refer to them as property when it's necessary but she also 
she also feels for Tup. She wants to figure out what's wrong with him so that it doesn't happen to, to any other clones. And when she sees him suffering, as we're going to get into, right. she uh, she's uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's uh, let's continue with the episode here. Uh, Fives and Tup are kept in adjacent observation rooms separated by a glass partition. Nala Say administers a stimulant to Tup, who begins violently convulsing as he undergoes a hypertest. This is a normal reaction, but it worries Fives, who demands answers. Shakti dims the partition between the rooms, cutting off Fives from seeing what the Kaminoans are doing to his friend. The hypertest promptly begins delivering data. Tup shows no sign of infection. Clinically speaking, he is in perfect health. When Tup stops convulsing and focuses for a minute, his eyes lock onto Shakti. He begins murmuring about following orders and killing the Jedi. And Shakti orders that he be sedated. She wonders if the Separatists have somehow managed to brainwash the clones to turn on the Jedi. So I heard... Her immediate reaction to his convulsing and to, to sort of the violence of these hypertests is she uh, she's uncomfortable with it and she she voices that concern. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But I uh, Nala say sort of uh, I don't know comforts her in the you know the 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 tests may appear violent, but I uh, they'll get their results quickly and be able to. Mm-hmm. to diagnose it quickly by virtue of that so rather than risk the the patient um they're they're able to get through this quickly and then figure out what the problem is hopefully um but then it's interesting because when when he sort of comes out of that and sees shakti and, and starts saying you know that, that he must kill jedi gotta follow orders uh, her attitude almost changes a little bit to where she's a little yeah um, disgusted by it um, mm-hmm. and 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 orders that he be sedated so uh, I, I thought I thought it was interesting her uh, her sort of turn there um, yeah going from one feeling to another yeah well I just have to say too like I, I was watching this and and I, uh, as first of all, Nala Se and and um, is it Lama Su that we see later on? I mean, yeah. they they really nailed like the, the the look of these. I mean, they look just like they came out of episode two. I mean, I'm still blown away by how fantastic this thing looks. Yeah. Uh, but at, like you said, after running these initial tests, he tests negative. The dude's in perfect health. So what the heck is going on? I mean, they find something later on, and we'll get to that. But obviously, there's something going on here with the tests they're running. They're not the right tests because they can't find anything wrong with Tup. So what the heck is going on? How could he be in perfect health and display all these symptoms? So that's where you get the the they think it's some kind of a condition that's you know forced. You know, not forced upon him, but it's a, some kind of a condition where it's not a medical thing. Yeah. Um, but then also it's a, it's kind of cool. You get to see Fives, and he's really concerned, and he calls him his brother. So again, we go back to this. They started this in the first episode, and they're really building on this uh, this little team here. And actually, all the clones that are they feel uh, that they're brothers. And he has a saying that's mm-hmm. actually featured in the the opening little uh, trailer we played there about the brother thing. But um, and then we get to uh, I guess we're gonna get to that in a second here. Just the great interaction between uh, Fives and AZ Three, and we're gonna 
kind of jump on that now. Uh, in the next observation room, Fives paces the room nervously. A bright-eyed medical analysis droid, AZ-3, assures him that Tep's procedure will be over quickly, as will Fives' examination. Sure enough, AZ-3 quickly extra- extracts a blood sample from Fives and declares his life science to be normal. But Fives cannot leave the, obs- uh, the observation room yet until they have pinpointed the exact cause of Tup's breakdown. As Tup's examination continues, Shakti and Nala say, disagree about the, what the underlying cause of his condition might be. Shakti believes it to be psychological, while Nala say, thinks it to be a viral infection. A phase one and phase two medical scan has not produced answers, and AZ-3 suggests a phase five atomic scan. Nala say counters the atomic scan, or yeah, counters the atomic scan could damage Tup's brain, and that the only way to find a definite answer or definitive answer is to deter, uh, terminate Tup and perform an autopsy. Shakti is appalled by this suggestion. She pulls rank on Nalase, claiming that the care of the clones is a responsibility of the Jedi Order. Nalase counters coldly that their genetic makeup is a property of Kamino. However, out of respect to her client, she will bring the matter up to her superior, Prime Minister Lama Su. Shakti likewise will confer with the Jedi Council. So, Mike, now we got this power struggle between Nalase and Shakti and and mm-hmm. exactly what they're going to do and obvious you know again I, I, I'm coming at this from only seeing these two episodes so at this point it's hard to say for me like why or you know does how much does Dallas say no I mean did, she obviously we find out they know about this chip mm-hmm. but did, do they know what the chip does and I don't know if if we know that yet as far I, as these, I think I think the interesting part is that the chip came from Tyrannus, right? Like, Lord Tyrannus is the one who gave it to them. So we know right. that's Count Dooku. Um, we know that's his Sith name. Um, but they don't know that, which is the really interesting part. They don't know that Tyrannus is... Oh, Dooku, right. ...is right. Dooku, and that Dooku is a Sith. And even if they did... Uh, their co- the uh, Lamasu and Nalase's comment later on. When we get to it, I'll talk to it a little bit more. But later on, when they refer to the Jedi, um, it, their their opinion of of these things is is very different from I think uh, a lot of our other characters. I think it's one of the things that makes Kamino so interesting, and it makes mm-hmm. the Kaminoans just infinitely fascinating to me. Um, is they're they're almost. Um, they're so calculated uh, that they come off in this episode in particular mm-hmm. as as somewhat evil, but I don't think that that's the case. I don't think that their morality accounts for that because right. Uh, right. they're very scientific and they're they're cloners, so they're very much about uh, um, absolutes, right? Which I I. Which is an interesting perspective because they really don't care what the Jedi want from a uh, moral standpoint. Mm-hmm. They're just doing their jobs, right? Like that's what they're right. focused on. They they don't care about Jango Fett and that he's a murderer. All they care about is that he's a, a peak physical specimen and that he'll make good stock for cloning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that as far as they're concerned, 
this inhibitor chip um, that that they talk about is uh, is just uh, part of the um, the the conditioning, right? Because they they talk about it in an episode two about how the the clones are docile, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm we're, I'm getting a little bit ahead of of where we are in the episode or of of where we are in the arc, but. Um, it's all kind of connected, right? So it's kind of hard to talk about it without talking a little bit about about the next episode. Um, yeah, right. But I, uh, they're they don't care where it came from. They uh, they they take Dooku's word for it that that the chips that Dooku supplied them with do what they say they do. Mm. Um, so I I Nala say I. Is just of the opinion that that's the way it's supposed to be, that mm. they're supposed to be in there. Um, but she does know, as we talk about later on in the episode, that it's uh, it's supposed to be a secret that only only Sifo Diaz was supposed to know about. Yeah, it. yeah, I'll um, get to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I, I, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting position that the. That the uh, uh, the Kaminoans are put in, mm. um, yeah, it is. Yeah, and their client, as far as they know, is Dooku. Uh, well, Tyrannus and Sifo-Dyas. And now that Sifo-Dyas is dead, they uh, they report directly to to, to Lord Tyrannus, right? So, um, what he says goes. He's he's the person who put in the order. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting, but. The other side of this, uh, the more important side of all of this, is uh, is AZ three. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, my like, my yeah. favorite character that was introduced in season six. Um, throughout all of season six, I love this character. Uh, it's very interesting because he's played by Ben Diskin, who I uh, a familiar name uh, for Clone Wars fans. Uh, he played a few characters uh, back in in 2012, so a couple seasons ago for uh, season four, um, uh, or I should say season five, first half of season five, I think. Uh, but most importantly, he played Whack 47. Oh, okay, okay. Who I and this is this has been my thing from the get go with that arc, going back to last season, uh, and the uh, the droid arc. Um, I quite enjoyed the character Wack Forty Seven at his core. I enjoyed uh, uh, Gascano. Is it Gascano? No, Gascon. Gascon. Sorry, Gascano is yeah. a different character. He's a pod racer, I think. Um, uh, Mieber Gascon. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed both of their characters. I didn't enjoy the position that they were put in mm-hmm. over the course of that arc, and I don't think that where their characters went was as interesting as it could have been, right? And we've talked about that ad nauseum, so I don't want to get into all that. But very interesting, because I did like the characterization of the voice for mm. WAC-47, and uh, and I really, really like AZ-3. Um, so Ben Diskin, he's he's just he's great at these droid characters. Uh, and his, his, his performance as AZ-3 is what really sells the character. I really love the moment in this episode... Where he goes, I, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I've always wanted to have human emotions, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I don't. And then he just turns <laughs> around and leaves. Yeah. And it's like, 
you think that he's about to go into like a, a, a some sort of a a monologue about always wanting to be more human and and have human emotions and that sort of thing and then it's like yeah no not really uh he's just kind of uh really simple about that like he's very matter of fact and i really like that about his character i almost got a vibe like the first thing that came to my mind was the star tours uh the old Captain Rex, yeah, yeah, the old Star Tours ride where it was, yeah, yeah Rex, um, the original I mean, just Captain slightly. Rex. I mean, it was there's a, yeah, just yeah, a slight, yeah. you know, a slight little. It kind of reminded me of that, but no, no I do, like, I get that. Now that you say that, I get that. And you know what? My biggest problem with with the new Star Tours is, and I mean, I love C three PO as much as anybody else, but but my biggest issue with it is uh is the fact that rex is no longer the captain rex should still be the captain but right yeah um but i guess they wanted to avoid confusion with another captain rex and all of that sort of thing <laughs> another but, captain rex yeah yeah well, and they going? wanted to get a, a a franchise character that's well known in, right. in the pilot seat and i understand that and you know and, and when you're at disneyland there's really only a couple of options you can have darth vader you can have boba fett you can have Darth Maul. You can have some stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have C three PO. You can R2. have R two D two, and you can mm-hmm. have Chewbacca, because they're all characters that are behind masks, right? So mm-hmm. uh, it's very easy to uh, to sell that uh, that they are the real characters for the younger kids, right? So right. right. Um, but the second that you start bringing in like, oh, that's Han Solo, it's like, yeah, it's not really Han Solo, <laughs> right? It's one thing when yeah. they're animated characters. Yeah. Like, uh, like you know, the, the Disney characters, the actual branded Disney characters. Um, it's one thing for them to be there because they're the, you're taking an animated character and you're making them uh, a, a human being. Mm. So you're allowed a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of license with that. But I, but when it's Star Wars characters who I think are already live action, it's it's different. Um, <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. You continue. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was just looking at pictures of AZ three. So, um, where are we here? Where we are in five? Uh, yeah, in five's observation room. AZ three updates the impatient clone with news that Tup's condition is deteriorating. Fives objects to AZ three referring to Tup by his designated clone number, and tries to explain to the confused little droid that the clones are individual people with names and not just numbered units. I, th- I just thought that was a, a kind of a cool scene, a quick, important little scene, uh, once yeah. again, showing that, you know, the clones are, are not just numbers, and, and Fives makes a point of, of telling that to this droid, even though he has no idea. But uh, yeah. I just thought that was a, kind of a cool scene. Now let's say enters La Masu's office. She reveals to the prime minister that Tup's condition appears to be the result of clone protocol 66 prematurely activating. She advises terminating the clone to allow for a detailed autopsy to discover why the implanted inhibitor chip malfunctioned. Lamasu is alarmed. He motions uh, Nalase to a more private chamber and makes contact with Lord Tyrannus. Tyrannus agrees with Nalase's prognosis and orders the Kaminoans to determine, uh, terminate Tup. However, the inhibitor chip is to be sent to him immediately for analysis. Tyrannus explains that the chip must be kept secret from the Jedi. It was devised as an emergency measure in case if any of them went rogue. The only other person to know of this genetic modification 
was the late master Sifo-Dyas, and this secret has gone to the grave with him. It appears there has been a preemptive execution of Clone Protocol 66. How did this happen? I do not know as of yet. However, I recommend we terminate the clone and do a full autopsy to discover how the inhibitor chip was activated. And what of the Jedi? The Jedi Shakti is proposing an atomic-level brain scan. She has gone to the Jedi Council to seek their approval before proceeding. We must contact Lord Tyrannus. I've been expecting your transmission. I have heard of the malfunctioning clone. How widespread is the problem? It seems to be an isolated incident. However, this is a delicate situation. We need to terminate the clone as soon as possible in order to extract and analyze the inhibitor chip that you provided to us. Very good. Terminate the clone immediately. However, send the chip to me for analysis. And what if the Jedi ask for the chip and the results of the autopsy? You must remember the chip is a safeguard against betrayal from rogue Jedi. Master Sifo Dias was the only Jedi who knew of this. But with his passing, we alone know of this secret. And you must keep it that way. Yes, Lord Tyrannus. These Jedi are a curious cult. Too spiritual for my taste. I will terminate the clone immediately. Okay, Mike, so a lot of stuff going on here and... You know, as I listen to this, I'm. You just mentioned earlier about uh, mm-hmm. the Kaminoans or Kaminoans not exactly knowing everything that's going on. It just dawned on me when I heard that again because I was trying to figure out that one sentence that that Duku says. He goes, um, he talks about the chip is a safeguard against, uh, basically against the rogue Jedi, and I'm trying to figure out like what the heck is he trying to say there? I was kind of like, confused by that. Yeah. Watching the episode, right? And then that kind of dawns on me now. Maybe that's just him trying to throw off the Kaminoans. You know, they're saying like, oh, the chip is just just for this reason. And like you said, maybe they are just, they don't really know what's going on. At least that's what I'm starting to get from it. They don't exactly know everything that's going on. Not necessarily like bad guys here. Uh, because Tyrannus is saying, hey, you know, this all this chip is supposed to do is, is to uh, guard against these rogue Jedi. Um... So that's kind of what I'm getting at. That I mean, what did you get from that particular line? Am I a little confused by that line? No, I th- I, I think you're on the right track. I think it, it's just is it just their... a throw off line? A Doku yeah, line? like yeah. as far as the Kaminoans know, I Dooku, well Tyrannus had something to do with with this, right? Like he he helped mm-hmm. um, put all of this together. So uh, he they don't believe him to be a Jedi. Uh, uh, I, I, as far as I know, like I don't think that they believe him to be a Jedi. They believe that Sifo Dyas was a Jedi Master. He was on the Council um, prior to Episode One, but uh, but that that Dooku or Tyrannus, as they know him, mm-hmm. is is another interested party. I guess he's he was just sort of part of it, and um, the whole thing is very odd, right? Because yeah, yeah. Uh, 
you know, it's the order was placed in secret, but the Kaminoans didn't know that. And when Obi Wan shows up, they're happy to give him a tour of, of the entire place. So um, it's uh, it, it's it's interesting how it plays out, but obviously it all plays out to Sidious's design, right? Mm-hmm. And I think personally that even Dooku is not made completely aware of okay. what 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 Sidious's plans are obviously because he doesn't know that that Sidious plans on you know sacrificing Dooku to Anakin right mm-hmm. in order to to help him uh, uh, on his path to the dark side because Dooku is very obviously a pawn in that plan so mm-hmm. um, so yeah I don't I, it's interesting the the part that I love the most from that clip that you played is the end of it mm-hmm. when uh, when uh, uh, Lama Su refers to oh, the, the Jedi. Jedi as a cult. <laughs> yeah. And I just, yeah. I love that because we look at the Jedi Order in this very reverent way because we know the Jedi and we, well, they're our heroes. And, and, um, and I think that's supposed to be the general attitude of the Republic at the beginning of the Clone Wars and then obviously throughout the Clone Wars, uh, Palpatine... Uh, very cleverly sways opinion the other way by appearing to look sympathetic to the Jedi, mm-hmm. but I, uh, but I think that there's a lot of sections of, of the galaxy, uh, and this is more in line with Episode Four, and uh, and Han's uh, 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 beliefs of the Jedi that like uh, hokey, hokey religion, hokey yeah. religions and ancient weapons, right? Right. Yeah. Um, that, that this is the galaxy at large, right? Not everybody thinks of the Jedi as, uh, you know, these all-knowing mystical warriors. Uh, that there are people out in the galaxy that just look at them as some, as another weird cult. And it's a, we we'll talk more about this when we get to um, when we get to the Jar Jar Binks arc. Okay. Um, Jar Jar later Binks on in arc. The season. What? Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's very interesting when we get there. There's so, a Jar Jar Binks arc. <laughs> yeah, there, it's a two episode arc with Jar Jar Binks and Mace Windu. Ah, it's very um, okay. It's very Temple of Doom inspired. So okay. that's all I'll say because wow. I don't want to get into it until we get there. But there is a spiritual aspect to it okay. um, that we can we can uh, we can explore a little bit more of the Jedi through it. Uh, through this other lens, so okay. um, and the force, so uh, it's it, it's interesting because uh, th- this this season I think on on the whole really explores um, the Jedi and where they sit and and sort of uh, uh, explains why they are where they are in Episode Three and the uh, and the attitudes that lead to their downfall. But uh, this is just part of that. They're they're um, complacency in using a clone army that they have full knowledge uh, is not part of their design right it's part of right. somebody else's design um, and uh, yeah yeah by the end of this by the end of this arc there the 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 Jedi very suspicious okay okay <laughs> but I but yeah this is just the beginning of it Um so, okay. well, uh, you know, what's con- well, as I say, the other the other thing too, obviously, that you get out of this clip is, yeah, it's we find out what it is. There's actually a chip that's implanted 
yeah. in them that triggers this. And uh, and it also, you know, I'm, I'm just going from this. I'm guessing that maybe Sifo Diaz figured out what was going on and, and had to be, uh, you know, taken out. Uh, that's kind of what I got from this is also, you know, we don't I don't really know anything yet because I haven't seen all the arcs, but. That's kind of where I'm looking at it now with Sifo Diaz. Yep. Is he was he was uh, murdered because he, maybe he found out what's going on. So well, uh, I won't say one thing. Uh, I won't say it one way or another. But um, the beginning of the final four episode arc of the season, uh-huh. uh, it definitely okay. illuminates some of that mystery surrounding Sifo Diaz. Okay, so, good, good. As okay. as we've seen in the trailer, right? So I don't think that I'm giving anything away. Right, right. Okay. That, cool. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Nalase leaves and Fives returns to his room. He cannot believe that Tup will be so coldly disposed of. Oh, wait, you got to go back up a little bit. Oh, did I, did I skip one? You skipped one, yeah. Go back to Shakti uh, right after audio clip one. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I, I skipped a lot. Uh, Shakti <laughs> holographically appears before the assembled Jedi Council on Coruscant. She stresses her belief that Tup has been brainwashed and should not be dissected. She notes that Skywalker's battlefield reports have Tup listed as missing for five days during the Ringo Vinda campaign, a point where he might have possibly been compromised. Obi-Wan recommends that Tup be brought to the Jedi Temple for examination. Yoda concurs, suggesting that the Jedi Council could examine him through the Force. Uh, back on Kamino, Fives believes Tup would be willing to risk his life to find a cure for his condition, and he is determined to perform the atomic brain scan. Fives fast talks his way past AZ-3's programmed protocols to bend the rules to save Tup's life at all costs. Fives and AZ-3 sneak their way into Tup's observation room, where they place Tup into a medical scanner. The scan reveals a mysterious tumor in Tup's brain, and AZ-3 needs to take a biopsy for a closer look. Now let's say here's the commotion in the observation room and enters. Fives hides behind the equipment while AZ-3 explains to Nalase why he performed an unauthorized scan. The droid reveals his discovery of the tumor, which is blocking neural impulses from within the brain. Nalase ignores this information and continues to insist that Tup has a viral infection. She plans to continue with the termination. The scan is almost complete. Everything appears to be normal. Wait a second. What? What is it? It appears this clone has developed a tumor. Is that even possible? I have never witnessed anything like this in your kind. Well then, what is it? I cannot be sure without a biopsy. You're gonna take it out of him. What was that? Do you think anybody heard that? The probability that somebody heard that is high, yes. Then you are like this clone. Defective. You will be put on report for deactivation. But the tumor... This tumor seems to be blocking neural impulses from communicating within the brain. We should scan the rest of the clones to see if this is a problem with their base genetic model or a mutation with the current models. There is no tumor. Your scan is incorrect. But this clone clearly has a virus that remains undetected. Okay, Mike, so we're trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out now is, 
Is this is this a tumor or is this the chip that just is, is acting like the the, the medical scanning mm-hmm. is it's thinking it's a tumor? Is that what we're going? Is that what we're going with here? Well, I think the medical scan just just notices that it's a foreign body, a foreign right? Body. It's not. It assumes it's, it's not a, a part okay. of the brain. Okay. So it's a uh, yeah, and and um, and I think we'll see in the next episode why it thinks that. Okay. But okay. Uh, so as much as it's a chip, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I don't remember. Did they do they show the chip visually in this episode? They show. Um, they package it up or they put it in that little container or whatever, and it look. It doesn't yeah. look like a chip. It looks like some kind yeah, of. Yeah, so it's or, it's organic. Right? Yeah, like it's exactly. A, yeah. It's it's meant to uh, kind of throw us off. Attached to the brain, right? Right. But it's not. So they refer to it as a chip, but it's actually like this bio organic, bio biotechnical device mm-hmm. that's that's placed in there so so yeah it's 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 an interesting uh, it's an interesting twist to i think what we thought the clones were programmed with right we right. thought it was just you know some sort of brainwashing or something mm-hmm. but it's actually more technical than that so. yeah and well a little bit earlier too um you know the, the the jedi council they want this thing they want to figure out what the heck it is and they want to, to kind of dissect it through the force, yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting. Like they're really going to go after this thing and try to find out. And maybe that's what you know, Sifo uh He maybe figured out a way to tap in and figure out what was going on. I don't know, but like you said, we'll find out later on. But uh, we got that, and we also got um, oh fives and AZ three. I wrote this down too. That five kind of fives kind of outthinks AZ three because we're talking about you know the protocol and saving the patient, and you know it ultimately. Fives is able to convince AZ3 that, quote-unquote, saving the patient is his highest order. So mm-hmm. AZ3 kind of has to go with that because they're kind of battling over what they're going to do. Ultimately, uh, Fives gets them to, to go with he has to, to save, save the patient. That's his highest order. So like you said, Mike, with AZ3 and Fives, just some really funny stuff, really, really good, good stuff and the interaction they have. And just in this one episode, you already, like you said – Great character, fun character. So, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead. We're on the yes. We correct. I will correctly be transparent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Nala say leaves and Fives returns to his room. He cannot believe that Tup would be so coldly disposed of, especially in the face of their newfound evidence. He tells AZ three to continue with the biopsy, and they will deliver their results to Shock T, since she once helped him during his days as a cadet in training on Kamino. Fives knows that the Jedi can be trusted, and that she values the lives of the clones. So I did. I yeah, I was checking. Go. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's your answer. The, yeah, that was one of the things that distracted me was that um, in the conspiracy, uh, I trivia gallery thing, they have a, a an actual a picture from see that season from I think that's season three in Clone Cadets, where Shakti was in that episode. So she has been on the Clone Wars previously. Uh, in this capacity on Camino, so yeah, and I'm, that's kind of cool that they actually included it in there because um, yeah, that's a that's a good point. You know, you picked up on that earlier that uh, you know they, they can trust her. So uh, yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, Nala say and Lamasu return to Tump's room and prepare to end the clone's life. Fives has AZ three hack into the security mainframe and trigger an intruder alert, which interrupts Nala say's procedure. As per protocol, Nala Se and Lamasu leave the observation room to head to a safe room for lockdown. 
With the chaos of the uh, alarm o as cover, AZ-3 breaks into Tup's observation room and extracts the tumor with some quick, skillful surgery. Uh, Shock T realizes that the intruder alert is a false alarm originating from the medical bay. She guesses that Fives must be behind this and rushes to Tup's observation room. She arrives to find Fives and Nalase fighting over the tumor that was found inside Tup. Before Fives can present the Jedi with his findings, Tup awakens from surgery and Fives rushes to his side. Tup starts muttering about a never-ending mission that the, clones can see, that the clones see in their dreams. He declares that he is free of the nightmares and succumbs to death, leaving Fives distraught over the loss of his friend. Uh, let's finish it up and we'll talk about both of these uh, yeah. paragraphs here. Shakti and Alasay inform Chancellor Palpatine that the quarantine clone has died. Shakti recommends the clone's body be sent to the Jedi Temple, but Palpatine suggests instead that he would that he would be brought to the, uh, to the state-of-the-art Grand Republic Medical Facility. Nalase concurs, and Shakti, with some reluctance, also agrees. What is he saying? Brother, what mission? You, you know the one. The, the mission. The one in our dreams that never ends. The one in our dreams. Oh, brother. This is the end. Forget the mission. Oh, the nightmare. I'm... free. No. No. I thought I saved him. CT-5385 has died. Such a tragedy. I recommend we do further tests on this tumor at the Jedi Temple to see if it is the cause of the problem. Or even better, have the tumor sent to the Grand Republic Medical Facility here on Coruscant. The Jedi Council requested the clone. I think the Chancellor is correct. The Grand Medical Facility is state-of-the-art. If we are to find an answer to this puzzle, we will find it there. We are in agreement, then? Yes, sir. I'll tell you what, Mike. I That last scene, uh, well, the one with, with Tup and Fives, that was really powerful. And then it goes on to the end here with Palpatine with some, with some good stuff, too. But can you <laughs> check this out, man? They're having nightmares about uh, what's going to happen. I mean, he says, he's saying on his deathbed, he's going, you know, the mission, the one in our dreams. And then he finally says, you know, it's the nightmare and I'm finally free of this nightmare. So these clones, uh, from what Tup is saying, they're having these nightmares about Order 66, right? I mean, is that what you're getting from this? Yeah. It sounds like it. it. Yeah, it sounds like like they're... Um uh, I, I think because it's in their brain, right? And because it's specifically in their for Order 66 that it's affecting them neurologically when they're asleep, right? In their subconscious. Because mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's it's this inhibitor thing. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very interesting <laughs> to me. Yeah, um, yeah I just... The, these dreams, because uh, they don't... 
They don't particularly explore it a lot. Um, it's sort of it's mentioned here, and then it's going to be mentioned again in another episode. But uh, it's not really delved into in any in any sort of like a, a deeper way. So it, it, I thought it was really interesting. I really liked it. The only thing I, I liked that aspect of it. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to figure out too. Like, what did did he exactly die from? I mean, they pulled out the the chip or the uh, the tumor, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, and I'm still trying to figure, you know, they pulled it out. I mean, what was it in there too long? Was it, what's the problem here? I'm not sure yeah, why he they, died, you know. I, they get into that in the next episode. Okay, okay. But, um, yeah, it is, it's essentially that something went wrong with his chip. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, All right. yeah, I don't want to get too much more into it. Okay. I don't want to get into Well, let's talk about, and then, of course, it ends with uh, a great scene with Palpatine, Shakti, and all say, and they're talking about, you know, what are they going to do with the clone? What are they going to do with, with Tup here? And you mm-hmm. see the look on Palpatine's face when they say, when Shakti goes, hey, well, you're going to take it back to the Jedi Council. And he looks like, huh? You know, like, uh-oh. No, yeah. I, I, we, we can't have that. And he has his ingenious plan about this, quote-unquote, state-of-the-art facility. This, you know, obviously we know what that's going to be. That's going to be all tainted with with uh, his hands all over the damn thing. So that was a great, you know, I love that little, you just got to, you know, you got to watch for it. But it was it was great just to see a look on his face like, oh, no, 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 that, you know, we can't let that happen. Let's figure something else out. And he's quick on his feet, you know, and he says, hey, let's let's try this instead. Let's go with the Grand Republic Medical Facility. So uh, great ending to this thing. This thing's ramping up. I have tons of questions, Mike. I, you are, I've already asked a few of you already. But you said we're going to get some questions, so. Uh, another solid episode, though. Uh, it's it's, yeah. it's kind of ramping up. Each episode's getting better and better, and more questions, and some questions get answered. So, uh, enjoyed this episode, though. I loved uh, loved, especially the end there with with Tup and and these nightmares and Palpatine. Good stuff. Um, what, what do we got for the future, Mike? Are we gonna have some of these questions answered? Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Uh, questions answered, but new questions <laughs> raised. Yeah. I. Uh, it's not over yet. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> The next episode is Fugitive, and here I'll, I'll just read the description really quick. Uh, Clone Trooper Tup is scheduled for transport to Coruscant, where the Supreme Chancellor's own doctors will closely examine him. Fives breaks protocol and defies orders to dig up answers, and discovers that there is an organic construct of unknown purpose hidden in the brains of all clone troopers. Uh, so, hey, oh, here's a quick uh, preview, Michael. He's a soldier. He deserves better. Stand down, Fives. Doctor, there is no proof of your claim. I want this specimen and all the data prepared for transit to the Jedi Temple. The Chancellor said the tumor and data was to be sent directly to the medical facility on Coruscant, not the Jedi Temple. And it will get there. But after the Jedi have run an analysis on it first, I protest. I must personally deliver the tumor to the Chancellor as ordered. You can protest all you want. My word is final. Huh, Mike, so it looks like maybe the Jedi Council might get a chance to check this out. Uh, this is this is kind of new to me. So you were going to say, though, about the episode? Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's going to get into... Uh, 
sort of the conspiracy a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's some good stuff. Okay. There's some good stuff. Yeah, it looks like. In this next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. AZ3 is a really big, important part of the next episode. Oh, really? So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Further expanding his role. And, uh, yeah, it sounds like Shock T has got some plans for this thing. And uh, it's kind of some tricks up his sleeve. So we'll see if it actually makes it to the Jedi Council or not. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it next week. But that's going to do it for this week, Mike. We got through it. Yeah, that's it. That, uh, that, that's it for us this week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thanks for everybody c- for coming back yeah, and listening seriously. after our uh, extended hiatus there. Yeah. Um, you can, of course, check us out online at www.clonewarspodcast.com. That is our website. You can send in your thoughts uh, to mail at clonewarspodcast.com and let us know what you thought of this arc, uh, this episode in particular, or the episode up coming up, uh, the, it's great because the fact that we've uh, we know what episode is next, mm-hmm. and we've already seen them. Uh, you guys can actually put your thoughts together for each individual episode as it comes up, and uh, and send us in an email. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. Uh, the username is Clone Wars. That's at Clone Wars. And uh, you can head over to Facebook and join us there, uh, facebook.com slash Clone Wars Podcast, and find uh, links to our group and uh, and download the podcast and everything from there. So uh, that just about does it for us this week. Yes. Uh, I, of course, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for sticking with us throughout Season 6. And, uh, and, uh, and we will catch you guys next week. Yeah, see you guys next week. Well, another close to another wonderful show. Obi-Wan Kenobi here saying thank you for listening to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. The force is strong with you all, and it will be with you always.